Welcome to the Blue Star Podcast. I'm Nels Tate, co-founder at Titanic Ventures and your host. You can find us online at bluestar.net and Twitter at bluestarmedia. All right, let's get into it. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic, staying healthy and staying well inside during this crazy time of year right now. If you're listening to this in the future and looking back at early 2020, remembering the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic that we've been experiencing over the last couple months, just ravaging uh, the majority of the world and especially the U.S. right now, we're in a time that's just unprecedented in the history that we've experienced um, in the last 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, it's really an, an interesting time and, and really uh, dynamic in, in a lot of ways. And there's a number of different platforms that we've seen really come into the spotlight and we're going to be focusing on one. It's really kind of unique, uh, the timing of this, because as we were planning out this first season of the Boost Start podcast, we were already planning to end with this episode. It just so happens that the timing of it is impeccable because of everything that's transpired in the past three or four months uh, with the coronavirus and how it's affected day-to-day life, and especially uh, far-field communications between businesses, clients, team members, workplaces, education, and uh, personal life, I think, has been impacted hugely and saved, in a way, by some technologies, especially in the platform area of video conferencing. Today, we're going to be talking about Zoom, and Zoom if you are not familiar by now, uh, is one of the largest, if not the largest, video conferencing service in the world currently. And they're up against a couple different platforms there. You're probably really familiar with Skype. You're probably familiar with, or maybe less so familiar with Google Hangouts, Google's platform of choice for video conferencing, or maybe even House Party. House Party is a little bit more popular on the European side of it. So if we have any European listeners tuning in right now, you might be a little more familiar with that. But Zoom, Skype, FaceTime and Google Hangouts have really been the big internal inner US communication platforms of choice. It's kind of interesting though when you go back in the history of video conferencing, the whole concept of video conferencing actually came out in the early 1870s uh, when the whole concept of audio communication was becoming a thing. This is, you know, think this is before um, right around the time of the telephone being developed. And they were already thinking, our predecessors were already thinking about this concept of video conferencing. And then AT&T kind of ran with the ball. And in the early 1970s, we're starting to uh, send, um, you know, uh, photos via phone um, across landlines. It was, that was kind of the initial starts of video conferencing. And then in, um, really it was like the, 1990s, early 1990s, 
a device was launched in, uh, it was 1994, a device was launched called the Quick Cam. And the Quick Cam was compatible with all Mac devices and it allowed uh, individuals, it was basically the first effectively usable webcam where you could communicate over long distances using the internet and having this digital camera transmitting your image over the internet and uh, audio using a microphone and you know uh, speakers as well to be able to basically have a long distance communication in real time and uh, very incredibly lifelike. And that was really the start of the video conferencing side of things there. Uh, from there, you know, Skype was developed. Skype was initially an independent flat platform. Uh, believe it or not, it was actually bought by eBay. I'm not sure if you remember this, but eBay bought Skype, thought it was really interesting, sold it off later, and Microsoft got a hold of it in 2011. Um, that was as probably when you think of video conferencing, Skype is realistically the image or brand name that comes to mind, or FaceTime. Apple's FaceTime has kind of become the big, easy go-to for anybody that's toting an iPhone or Mac device to be able to communicate directly with other people that are using a Mac device. Um, interestingly enough, the interoperability there is pretty minimal, which means it's limited to that, you know, two-way communication, so to speak, and that um, uh, specific device uh, interoperability required by whoever you're messaging with. But one of the interesting incumbents that we've ex experienced really in the past 10 years or so is Zoom. And Zoom was started by a former VP uh, at Cisco. Now, if you're not familiar with Cisco, Cisco is a massive technology company that does everything from access points uh, to networking to software to um, one of their platforms is called WebEx. And WebEx is basically a form of business video conferencing. And um, one of the VPs from Cisco's WebEx broke away in 2011, decided to start a company called Zoom. Now Zoom, the whole concept of it was make video conferencing for enterprise, aka for business, incredibly easy to use. And so they have honestly done that so effectively that they've become the number one, I would consider the number one uh, video conferencing solution as far as ease of use in the US today and realistically worldwide as well. Uh, the big reason that it's so incredibly useful is that it has a one click and you can join a meeting. It's that easy. You don't necessarily have to download a piece of software. While you can, you don't have to. You can join right from your browser. You can call in from your phone. You can access it via um, any mobile device, any tablet device, any computer, anything that's really connected to the internet, or even landline has any communication of any sort, you can call into a meeting. It's that easy to use. And I think that's been their biggest reason that uh, Zoom has become so effective over the years. Um, early on when I was an engineer, I had the chance to work with Zoom Rooms. And Zoom Rooms is uh, a platform, a side platform of Zoom, where you're actually integrating the Zoom interface with hardware, often produced by companies like Logitech and Crestron and others, uh, to actually be able to use create a better 
uh, conferencing room experience. A one touch where you walk into the room, you have a meeting scheduled, and you just press go, and you're in the meeting. You're instantly connected via Zoom uh, to other you know, conferencing rooms or other individuals throughout the world, which has been incredibly interesting to see how that's developed. Zoom in recent months, though, has taken an incredible twist with this whole pandemic where everyone has to be isolated to their homes. Um, communication has completely shifted into this uh, video conferencing format. And so, so many organizations, so many individuals, so many families, so many people that are looking to communicate across the board are turning to Zoom because of its ease of use uh, and its interoperability with other platforms like Skype, honestly. Believe it or not, Zoom works with Skype, which is kind of, uh, you wouldn't believe it, they're kind of competitors, but they totally work together, believe it or not, um, which is kind of interesting. Zoom has also been the uh, one of the big focuses is just their tiling feature, how they're able to have multiple people on the screen and just share information with each other in real time, share your screen and other things in real time. It's been incredibly interesting to see that develop. But I think the most important thing uh, about Zoom that I really recommend for small business owners, founders, and anyone else that's working remotely currently, the big thing about Zoom that's so effective is that you are able to communicate in real time from your office, from your laptop, from wherever it may be with your potential clients, with your potential customers, with your team members. Your communication is probably the most important part, actually, without a doubt, it's the most important part of the success of your business. If you're able to communicate effectively in a time like this, your business will be able to effectively survive and will be able to do well and we will be able to thrive because of it. And I believe that Zoom has the best potential to help you develop those relationships and maintain those relationships to be able to see you into this next season of growth and life for your business. Zoom as a whole, I think um, it's it's a free platform to use. First of all, let me clarify that. There are paid options, but really that's for the group size uh, meeting. So if you're having a, a business meeting where your whole team's jumping on of 10, 15, 20 people, and you're having that for three hours, they're going to charge you for that or they're going to cut you off. Uh, there's a 40-minute limit for, I think it's three or more people on a call for the free version of the plan, which is kind of funny because basically you can stop the call and instantly restart the call and it's just fine. Um, but it's unlimited for uh, basically one-on-one -on -one conversation. And the other side of things too, if you're having a meeting with a client that's more than 40 minutes, that's a lot of time. And you almost need to condense that meeting a little bit as well. So I believe that Zoom's free tools are going to cover 95% of what you're attempting to accomplish with video conferencing and communicating with your team or potential customers as well. Um, the other 5%, they have some really affordable plans, and I highly recommend checking those out as well. So um, Zoom's been a big one. We highly recommend it. We use it on a weekly basis, and uh, it's been super helpful in us growing the Boost Art podcast even, and as we've continued to connect with 
uh, uh, potential clients, current clients, uh, potential interviewees. It's been huge. So we really recommend checking out Zoom. You can find out more about them at zoom.us. That's zoom.us. Or just Google Zoom. It's probably going to be the first hit on there. Well, we're coming to the end of the first season. If you didn't know, this is actually episode number 20, technically 21 if you're counting the intro, but you know, who counts episode zero anyways? Uh, but this is the end of episode, excuse me, season one of the Boost Art Podcast. We really hope that you've enjoyed it. Uh, we're ramping up for season two, and we would love to hear your feedback. So if you've listened to any episodes at all, if you're listening to this episode, uh, we would love your feedback. And that can be in the form of any comment. Hit us up on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Boost Art Tech, or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, Boost Art Tech as well. Feel free to tweet us or leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. We highly recommend uh, subscribing, sharing with your friends. If you think this has been helpful at all, we would love to get your feedback. We're a startup in and of ourselves. So, you know, we're looking for your thoughts, your ideas, your concepts so that we can continue to develop more quality content and bring better services so that you guys can ultimately be able to launch and develop uh, your business, your projects, your hobbies, whatever it is you're working on right now. We want to help you develop it faster and continue to scale it to bigger levels that it deserves. We love that you guys tune into this. We really appreciate your uh, subscriptions and your desire to keep us in the loop. So uh, definitely tune in. We'll have a couple in between episodes in between this season and season two of the Boost Art podcast. And we also recommend checking us out online at boostart.net for the latest and greatest of our updates. So again, my name is Nels. Excited that you've tuned in to this episode of the Boost Art podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Boost Art Podcast. For more info on Boost Art and how we're helping startups and founders, you can find us online at boostart.net. And if you have a minute, please subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.